Sochem daf lamet zayin. Today's email comes from Shlomi Klein from Quran Heights. Yesterday, I mentioned this sheer beautiful story from Chaim Tzanzer. He's sitting at the Seder table with his mother, and his mother dipped a piece of matzah into the soup, and the Hasidim couldn't believe it. Gebrachs on Pesach. So the Rebbe noticed this, and he himself put the matzah in the soup. So he said, Rebbe, Gebrachs. And he said, you know, Kibodava aim is a deraisa. Gebrachs is a minug. Said Shlomi Klein, I was very moved by the story he told of Chaim Tzanzer, and it reminded him of the same kind of story that happened with the Friedrich Rebbe. At the Seder table, there's a Velta Shayid who took a piece of matzah and dipped it into the red borscht. The Hasidim wanted to, to say something. And the Rebbe said to them in Yiddish, It's better to make a matzah red with borscht than to make another Yid's face red from embarrassment. And then he goes on to say, I'm thankful and amazed that I've completed a year where I learned the Black Gemara almost every day. May we be to continue on this path and breeze through another year with good health for all the members of the Chabura, Hashakoyach, Shlomi Klein from Crown Heights. Thank you. So we have a machloikis b'sham v'sil in the b'risa. And there's two ways to decipher this machloikis. Can you make a thick bread? Ravuna says, we're talking about on Pesach. Machloikis b'sham v'sil, b'sham v'sil, you cannot. V'sil say you could. We're talking about a thick bread. The concern is, is it going to become chametz on Pesach? Says Ravuna, you're allowed to make a bread up until a tefach. Because you see in the b'risa mikdash, they made lechem upon him, which is also matzah. A tefach. Says Rabbi Yosef, what's the connection? In the Beis Hamikdash, there's five reasons to say that it's okay, whereas in a household it will be also. The Beis Hamikdash were dealing with Kaihanim, the Zariz, they're very careful. They did something called Amela. They would make these motions on the dough. They would do 300 times back and forth and 500 times like this. So they needed the dough over and over. It didn't come to Chametz. The firewood they used was very dry, so it was hotter. The oven was constantly heated up for the Lachmi Taida, and they used a special oven made out of metal. Everybody else uses earthenware. They don't have these reasons, and therefore it can become Chomet. The Gemara brings another Pshat in the Bright. So Rav or Rebbe say the Pshat is we're talking about not Ava, meaning thick, but Ava meaning a lot. Some people use that word to describe a lot or a lot of dough. And the concern is, Tirchi Yisera, it has nothing to do with Pesach. Every Yantav you cannot make more than necessary. Tyson says the shear would be one oven full. Even if you're making one bread, you'll have to fill up the oven because it's better for that one bread, as the Gemara in Beitza says. The Gemara talks about depictions on a matzah. It's also to make depictions on a matzah, as we're going to see, it's a problem with chametz. Nevertheless, if somebody did make depictions, let's say of an animal or whatever it is, a nice design of a piece of wheat, and he ate it on Lela Seder, he's yaitza the matzah. It's also also to use a stamp to make a depiction, even though there's no concern of chametz. Light plug, people are going to confuse the two, and they're going to say, you're allowed to do it even by hand. One lushan in the Gemara is, that there's a distinction between a bakery and a household bread. If it's the baker's, he spends a lot of time on it. He wants it to be perfect. He has a product to sell. Therefore, we're concerned, it's chametz. But a household bread, they don't care that much. The other shot is the opposite, like something like we would think. That a person is not so used to it, making the design, so they spend a lot of time, it can become chametz in the bakery, they don't care, they go quick. And now, we're talking about challah, whole sugi about challah. There are certain breads that are not really breads. And the Gemara says that according to Rishlakish, sponge bread, honey bread, wafers, they're potter from challah, they're not bread. Why? It's called maisa ilfas. It's made in a frying pan, and anything made in a frying pan is not considered bread. Potter from challah. According to Rabbi Yochan, it's not true. Anything made in a frying pan is chayv and chal. The reason why sponge bread and honey bread are, and the others are potter is because they were made in the sun. Sun is potter. In fact, it's a mafurish of bread that says just like Rabbi Yochan. Bread that's made in a frying pan is chayv and Bread that's made in the sun is potter and 
What's Rish Lakish going to do? It's the exact opposite of Rish Lakish. He's going to have to explain that there's two types of bread made in frying pan. One, you preheat the frying pan. Then you put the dough in, that's like an oven. That kind of bread is chayyab b'chala. But the other one, you put the dough in the frying pan, then you put the frying pan on the flame, that's not bread, that's potter minachala. And the price that says that in the sun it's potter, Rabbi Yechon will explain, or Rishlokish is going to explain, that it's not necessarily the sun. What's going on is that he put it in the frying pan, the dough in the frying pan, before he preheated it. And the Bryce is saying it's like putting into the sun that it's not real bread and you're potter from challah. If a person used very raw matzah, lela seder, he's yaitza, provided that when you crack it open, it's not stringy. If it's not stringy, you see from that that it's not being machmitz anymore, it's not leavening anymore, and it's matzah. In fact, that kind of matzah is kosher for the lachmi toida. We know when you bring a toida, you bring 40 breads, 30 of them are matzah. If they are raw, it's also considered. Uh, lechem, and even though the Torah says echad, they should be whole, and this is sort of like broken apart because it's raw, it's not broken apart, it's okay. Gemara tells us there's two types of bread. One is called mi'isa, one is called chalita. They're very similar. One is that you pour boiling water over the flour. One is that you pour the flour over the boiling water, but they have the same exact Allah al-maskana. In the Braisa, one shita says that they still say these breads are potter from challah, and the other shita says these breads are chayv in the challah. Chachamim, which are problems to Rabbi Yochanan, say that if it's made in the oven, it's chayv b'chala. But if it's, these breads, misam chalita, are made in a frying pan, potter min achala. Rabbi Yochanan says anything made in a frying pan is bread, chayv b'chala. Rabbi Yochanan is going to have to say, you're right. That's what they say. I have another shita. I have another b'raisa that says, just like me, frying pan is chayv b'chala. Or we could say that that b'raisa that Rabbi Yochanan has, everybody agrees the maise ilfa, something made in a frying pan, is actually potum and achala. The machlekes in that brice would be, what happens if you take something and bake it in a frying pan, and then take it and bake it in an oven? Since you finished it off in an oven, is it considered as if it's real bread made in an oven, or not? The Yudha says no. Why does the Yudha say no? Because in, in the Teichacha it says, Because Boch is going to punish Klai Yisrael, there's not going to be any money, there won't be any fuel, and ten women are going to have to use one oven. But it says they use one oven. And when you use a frying pan and then an oven, it's not one oven. It's two devices. And it's a problem. It's not considered bread. Gemara tells us, Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef, the famous duo, were sitting behind Reb who was sitting in front of Ula. That's how it went in the shir. And Rabbi told Reb please ask this question to, Rabbi, to Ula. What happens if you take dough, put it in a frying pan, and put it on a flame? He says, Reb there's no need to ask Rabbi. That's the whole sugar of Yochanan Rishlakish that we just discussed. Says Rabbi Yosef, okay, so ask me a different question. Ask it slightly different. What happens if you put dough in a frying pan and the flame is on top, from the side? She said, that's also not something I'm going to ask. Since every poor person who doesn't have enough fuel would put the flame on the top to give it a little singe, and that's how they use the frying pan. So that's actually my silfas. That's a frying pan that the Machalik Rabbi Yosef that we had. Have a wonderful day.